This is Chris McGregor. The work of Discerning Hearts could not continue without your prayers and support. Between now and Easter Sunday, please consider in your almsgiving a tax-deductible gift to our ministry. Click Donate at either DiscerningHearts.com or inside the Discerning Hearts free app. Your generous support will allow us to continue our podcast for those on the spiritual journey. Thank you and God bless from all of us at Discerning Hearts. Discerning Hearts presents In Search of the Still Point with Dr. Regis Martin. In episode 74, Dr. Martin reflects on the strongest argument. Two things can safely be said about the pontificate of Pope St. John Paul II that while it revealed a man steeped in the love of God and, and love for the Church, it was equally steeped in a great deal of paper, the result of which has been a body of writing as profound and beautiful and voluminous as anything since Pope St. Gregory the Great. If Christ gave us the Sermon on the Mount, it was St. John Paul II who gave us the Mount of Sermons. And they are all worth reading. But here is something to which I find myself returning again and again, especially this week, as we draw near to the Lord's passion and death. It is a very short passage, maybe fifty words or so, and they are absolutely stunning, taking us right to the heart of what we believe. The passage may be found in a most unusual book, unique, really, in the annals of papal prose, in which the Pope answers questions put to him by an Italian journalist. It is called Crossing the Threshold of Hope, and the passage appears in the chapter on the question, Why does God tolerate suffering? And here is the answer the Pope gives us. God, he, he says, is always on the side of the suffering. The fact that he stayed on the cross until the end, the fact that on the cross he could say, as do all who suffer, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? This has remained in human history the strongest argument. If the agony on the cross had not happened, and here the Pope brings his analysis to a climax positively sublime. If the agony had not happened, then the truth that God is love would have been unfounded. Now that is an astounding admission of faith, that if God had not gone all the way to the cross, had not freely entered into the hellishness of God-forsaken sinners, then the truth that he is finally and eternally love would simply not have been sustained. It was not enough, in other words, for God to say it. He had to show it. Not enough to declare it in propositional form. He had to dramatize it in person, and to do so amid all the concrete particulars of a life spent in the awful shadow of death death upon a cross. There is the theater of the Christian life, the place where grace, 
which is never free, never cheap, becomes visible, assuming the disfigured shape of the man who suffers. It is Golgotha, the place of the skull. And so when you ask what is it about the Christian faith that distinguishes it from every other competing creed on the planet, it is here on this hill of Calvary where Jesus Christ willed to hang in mortal agony for the world's sin, the world's indifference. This is what Judaism had secretly hoped for in the mystery of its divine election, in the suffering servant of Isaiah, even as the scribes and the Pharisees will refuse to believe it. And this is what Islam rejected in its recoil from the human flesh and its history that Christ assumed in that daring and reckless descent we call incarnation. As one of the very few religious leaders who had the courage to point out, Pope St. John Paul reminded us that, quote, while some of the most beautiful names in the human language are given to the God of the Koran, their God, the God of Islam, remains ultimately a God outside of the world, a God who is only majesty, never Emmanuel, God with us. Islam is not a religion of redemption. There is no room for the cross and the resurrection. It doesn't get much more riveting than that. Thanks for listening. This is Regis Martin in search of the still point. You've been listening to Dr. Regis Martin in search of the still point. For more episodes in this series, visit discerninghearts.com or you can find it in our free Discerning Hearts app or on many other streaming platforms. Discerning Hearts is a 501c3 nonprofit Catholic apostolate dedicated to evangelization and spiritual formation through the use of new media. To learn how you can support our mission, visit discerninghearts.com.